Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Good morning. It is Monday, April 3rd. A week ago, here in Nashville, Tennessee, there was yet another mass school shooting in which six people lost their lives. Evelyn Dickhouse, William Kenny, and Haley Scruggs were all nine years old. Mike Hill was 61, Catherine Kuntz, 60, and Cynthia Peake was also 61. I didn't release any podcasts last week. There wasn't really much to say, and there was also a lot to say. I'm struggling with how to say it because there's a lot of feelings that come with that. How can you not feel an immense amount of grief? You could just cut how thick grief was in the air within this community all throughout this last week. You could just feel it, feel the weight of it everywhere you went. I took the opportunity last Thursday to go to the Capitol building here in Nashville with a group of friends who are all mothers. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the experience. We all showed up around, mm, I want to say nine, no, it was like eight in the morning at the Capitol building. A lot of people came and, you know, it's Thursday 
I knew that it was going to be an emotional day. I knew that there were speakers and a lot of people who were speaking who had been affected by senseless gun violence. And one thing that I did not expect to see was so many young people, so many high school kids, so many young people who were in their early years of college, in their late teens, early 20s. And it just, oh, it just stopped me in my tracks. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And I think that if you are, if you're young and you're listening to this and you're just like, well, why Candace, why can't you imagine that there'd be all these young people out there protesting for their lives because they're scared to go to school? I can explain this to you in a couple different ways. One, when I was 16 years old, I was not out protesting. I was not aware of anything beyond, you know, the, the walls of my school. And my biggest concern was, you know, what I was wearing that day, whether or not I was in the middle of a breakout, <laughs> when I was getting my braces off, if, you know, I was going to walk by Timmy in the hallway because he was so cute and do I make contact? Do I not make eye contact? Do I like, what, if I do make eye contact, do I, do I smile? Do I say hello or do I not? Do I take a different route because I'm probably going to like say something and it's going to come out wrong or I'll trip and fall? And if I stumble in front of Timmy, then like my whole social life is over. Like the, these were the thoughts going through my head was just like so based on you know, the inner workings and social structures of just the, <laughs> the high school, like your entire life was like my entire life was just my high school social life. And so I wasn't thinking about what else was going on in the world. I just wasn't. And parallel to that, we like our biggest, like want to stand up and have something to say on our school campus. Like the most important thing we had was like when we ran for our like little school elections, because it's whoever got to be in charge of creating the the theme for like the homecoming dance like that. Those were like the hard pressing issues of my preparatory school life. <laughs> We had uh, notifications when there was, you know, there'd be announcement. I grew up in Florida whenever there was a shuttle launch. Whenever there's a shuttle launch or the shuttle is re-entering the Earth's atmosphere, there is what is called a sonic boom, and you can feel it, you can hear it. And so we'd always be prepared for that on the day when it would happen so no one would be scared. Um, we had fire drills pretty regularly, we would have school instead of snow days, we had hurricane days, but that was it. Those were like the big things. And yesterday, not only I was in awe of how many high school aged kids there were and just young kids in their early 20s as well, but these were a lot of the speakers that were talking when when we were there on Thursday and they were all high school, a bunch of them were of high school age and hearing story after story of these kids recounting how they'd become so familiar with active shooter drills and the nuisance and the fear and the anxiety that revolves around another active shooter drill. 
I think that for us, like the generation of us that didn't have that growing up, we, we forget, like, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you get notified by your school. I do not receive notifications as to when they are doing active shooter drills, but they all do them. All these schools do them now. And it's usually I hear about it afterwards when like our kids come home from school. But I just want you to know if you are young and listening, we did not grow up with that. And if you are, if you're old like me and you're listening, (laughs) I think we're, we're forgetting just that this has become common practice for this younger generation, that they go to school and a typical thing for them to do is to have a drill in which the alarms go off. They must board themselves up in their room, in their classroom, and and go through the motions as if someone has come in with assault rifles and is trying to kill them all. That is just something that they've become accustomed to doing at least once a year, if not more than that. That is wild. Wild. We were a few of us mothers were speaking as to, you know, our experiences and having conversations with our kids when they have come home from their active shooter drills. And one of one of my friends, one of the mothers was saying that the last time that her daughter's school had one, her daughter was in the bathroom and the alarm went off. And my friend, her mother said, well, what do you, what did you do? What, what do you do? And she said, well, we, we turn the lights off and we have to close the, the door and then we have to close the bathroom door and then we have to pull our feet up and just sit, like hide on top of the toilet and we wait. And we wait quietly until someone comes and gets us. And during the last drill, you don't know when you're in the bathroom if it's a, if it's a regular drill or if it, you don't know if it's a drill or if it's really happening. And so what her daughter was expressing to her was how terrified she was because they didn't know. It was her and another little girl in there. And her daughter's in elementary school. And I just don't know how we got here, that this is just common practice. And so this is, you know... Everyone wants to say it's not political, it's not political, it's not political. Well, unfortunately it is. I would love to put a nice little bow on this conversation and say, you know what, guys, it's not political, it's a matter of opinion. But no, it's absolutely political and it's not a matter of opinion, it's a matter of data. And as much as I'd love to put a bow on this conversation, I'm sorry, all the bows are being used right now on the mailboxes of Nashville, Tennessee as a community is grieving because six people have died because of ridiculously lax gun laws and unnecessary assault rifles that are able to be purchased willy-nilly. It's absurd to me. I'm so honored to have been able to stand by such incredible young kids on Thursday who were standing up for their right to go to school without having to fear for their lives. I wanted to share a bit about what the actual experience of being there was at the Capitol building on Thursday. Uh, first of all, walking up to the building was, it was a beautiful day here in Nashville, even though we were protesting and coming together to rally 
uh, for really, really sad circumstances. Uh, there were musicians playing, singing really wonderful songs, uh, you know, songs that everyone recognizes and that brings people together, singing This Little Light of Mine. It was really, really powerful. Uh, so many people brought their kids. As I said, there were so many teenagers there. We stood out in around the Capitol, uh, a number of teenagers and um and event organizers had already been welcomed into the Capitol and had sang and performed and chanted and, and spoke with representatives. Um, after a while, a few representatives uh, came out and waved, which was really, really beautiful and powerful. You know, we were invited to to move away from the Capitol so that we could have a chance to sing together um, we did, went down to more of a, a flatter area so we could listen to many of the speakers, which again were were um, young people who'd been affected by gun violence before. It was incredibly sad and powerful. There were um, a group of, of emergency room doctors had also arrived to share how exhausted they are by how many patients they treat just from senseless you know, gun violence and, you know, the effects of the gun violence that they see at the hospital on a daily basis. Um, and then we were invited to go home. We were invited to continue to protest. We were invited to come to into the Capitol building. And so we did. Uh, waited in line, just as if we were at Disney World. <laughs> waited in a very nice organized line. One of the event coordinators walked around collecting any posters or signs that were above the, um, the, the limit, the, the size limit that you would be allowed to bring into the Capitol building. Um, I personally went through, we went through two points, um, ended up going through a different part of the Capitol building than the original line that I was in. Uh, and I went through two points of security checks, had pleasant conversations with the security there, um, went up into, you know, the second floor where the gallery, that kind of galley area where everyone was protesting and knowing that they were, um, that the representatives were in a meeting, you know, on the floor. I, <laughs> and we stayed in our area, um, Eventually, the group of mothers that I was with, we ended up, a lot of these photographs and videos have actually shown this kind of like pathway that was created. Uh, and it, it's very, it's like, ooh, what is this kind of ominous pathway? Is this an escape route? And no, what's interesting is that pathway was actually the pathway from where um, all the elected officials and representatives were in meeting. That was the pathway to the men's room. So once they, you know, people were, once, you know, various members were coming out to go use the restroom, that's, that's what you're seeing when you see them walk through and everyone rightfully so, especially many, many teenagers, I was so just mesmerized by the strength of these, of these kids 
being able to look these representatives in the eyes and say, do something, do something, not one more, not one more. And to see these elected officials with their heads down or with their chins up, ignoring these children who are screaming for their lives, saying, please stop this, please help us. And you, and I know that on the video, you're like, where are they going? They're going to, they're going to the bathroom. And so just to also like make it very clear, everyone went through security to get in the building. Everyone was able to leave when it was time to leave. No one was arrested. There was, I think, one person temporarily detained just because when they initially were coming through to create that pathway, they were in the way. And like, but there was like, it, it's just very interesting how some of the publications have presented um, what it was like to be at the Capitol on Thursday in Nashville um, when many members of the community came together just to protest these senseless lax gun laws and to ask for sensible gun laws like red flag laws and 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 just background check, making it very hard to buy guns. Like just asking, can we make it hard to buy guns, please? Hmm. So I understand some people might be looking at that footage going, wow, look how scared these grown men look being escorted to the bathroom. Well, you know what? I wonder how those children feel that find themselves in the bathroom when an active shooter drill goes off at their school. I bet you that's really scary. That's all I got to say about that. I would love to just be a goofball and over-caffeinated and answering a bunch of silly questions. And you know what? Maybe by next week, I think I'm going to be able to get there. I'm just not there yet today. And that's okay. It is such, you know, technology is such a, it's such a double-edged sword sometimes because at a certain point we do have to look after our own, our own, you know, mental health and, and how much news we can absorb because it is, it hurts and it's sad and you want to do something immediate. We live in such like a, 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 a time where immediacy is just like an actual currency. Like you can get anything, whatever you want. You know, if I wanted a poke bowl right now, I could push a few buttons and it's going to be here in 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> like that, that also did not exist when I was a, a, a teenager. It's like, even if you wanted to watch a movie, I could just push a button and find any movie right now. No, no. When I was a teenager, I had to ask my parents to take me to the blockbuster. I had to really think about what movie I was going to potentially rent, knowing that the one I really wanted was probably already going to be rented out by then. I'd have to debate whether I could do the two-day rental or a longer-day rental because two-day rental, I'm not going to get it back in two days. I just am not. And then if I do the longer rental, it's probably going to be a movie that I don't want. Like it, every, We live in a, just a different... <laughs> we want... Not only do we see 
change that we might want, but we want it right this second. And that's not always how things work. And it can be feel really disheartening. And the feeling of hopelessness can take over. And that that's just not an option. And I, you know, I would love to say like, oh, it's, a, you know, but we're just going to move on and I'm not going to talk about it. I, I can't. I have to. I have to. I have to look my little babies in the eye and tell them the truth, which means that I have to look at the world that we are living in right now and what I can do to hopefully help change it because I don't want my babies scared in the bathroom sitting on top of in a dark room wondering if so everyone says what what can I do what do we do and you know what I don't have the answers I'm 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 figuring it out just like I think all of us are, but I, I'm definitely trying to surround myself with people who are a lot more closer to knowing the answer than I am. So I think that's one step that you can take, you know, really um, investing time in your community and having conversations. I've been really, really inspired by um, just how many friends have reached out and also different like mom group text chains that I have of who who's been able to come together, who's, you know, shared and talked about things that they've been feeling. Um, that there, that is really important. I believe, I also believe it's important to pay attention to who you're voting for in local elections. I wish I had a better understanding of knowing how cool voting is when I was younger. And um, it's pretty cool and it's pretty fun. And I bring my kids with me when I vote because I don't usually have an option, <laughs> but I like it. And they get sticker. They'd love it. Like actually they came and voted with me last fall and we're so excited because they love going, they love anywhere where you can get a sticker. They're like target stickers, uh, grocery store, most Trader Joe's loves to dish out a whole bunch of stickers. You know, my whole car is covered with Trader Joe's stickers. You know what's cooler than a Trader Joe's stickers? An I voted sticker. And that's the great thing about, you know, what I believe a democracy is you have the opportunity to go and vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but I do think that you should research who you're voting for and just make sure that, you know, the, the laws that they're trying to establish are in line with what you hope for in the world for yourself and for your loved ones. And that's what you can do. But mm, it is tough. It is very tough. If you want to get involved with a local chapter of Moms Demand Action, highly recommend that. Get involved with every town. Just pay attention. And that is not me preaching. That is me. I'm looking right in the mirror when I'm saying that because that is not something that I've been good at my entire life. That is not something that I've just known how to do. I'm really trying to be better at it. 
don't forget to take care of yourselves and your loved ones. This has been a Superboom podcast, hosted by me, Candace King, produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond Imprint Productions, and advertisement partnerships with ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.